Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of the It's Not Fight Club podcast, hopefully titled EP period one. Hey sexy, I am Jaws, as most of you probably already know. And if you are one of the few who don't know who I am already, I am a 17 year old college student when this comes out, 18 in about a week at Texas State. I am an electronic media major. You can find me pretty much anywhere on social media at Jocelyn Catalina, and you can find this podcast Instagram and Twitter at It's Not Fight Club, no spaces, no periods, no numbers, no underscores, and I think that fills up the majority of our self-plug nonsense. I also just want to wish a very happy birthday to my friend Victoria. She better not be listening to this today because it's supposed to be her day, and I told her specifically to wait until Saturday. But I really do hope you had a great day, and I mean, you'll probably text me about it later. I'd like to just give you guys a little bit of background about how I got the inspiration for the podcast, why we're here, what it's going to be about, all that good stuff, and we'll get into some anonymously submitted topics that were given to me by you guys. It's going to be really fun, probably not very long, I just really hope you guys have a good time. I think to give the podcast a proper introduction, we should probably start with my inspiration, what drove me to insanity to start a sex podcast. So I truly do believe that my obsession with sex as more than a means to reproduction can be greatly attributed to the fantastic author Michael Faudé. His work is primarily prose and poetry, and 99% of it is probably about sex and depression, which if anyone knows me, that is 100% up my alley. I started reading his books when I was about 14, which is way too young for the graphic content that he describes, but being a little early to such topics has always kind of been uh, a characteristic of mine. The first book I read from him was Dirty Pretty Things, as also the first book he ever put out, but his absolute best book thus far is Smoke and Mirrors. I haven't read Cult of Two yet, but I will eventually. Uh, I own all of his books. So if at any point maybe you guys want to do like a read-through of those things or me talk about my favorites and break them down, I'd be totally down for that if you guys are. Or maybe I'm just a sex-obsessed poetry junkie and that's totally cool too. Just tell me never mind, Jocelyn, know your place, sit the fuck down. Now, as much as I would like to say that it is all due to the books I have read because I am a knowledgeable and respectable intellectual, that's not true. Um, actually, the central source of inspiration for me has most definitely been another sex-positive podcast hosted by Mandy B, aka Peg the Stallion, aka That Bitch, aka Full Court Pumps on Instagram and Twitter, as well as her wonderful host, Wheezy, who is at WheezyWTF on Instagram and Twitter. Their podcast, Horrible Decisions, spelled like whore, like W-H-O-R-E. I had to think about that for a little too long. I... I'm illiterate, I guess, guys. You'll probably most definitely hear me talk about them a lot on this podcast just because they cover so many wonderful topics, and again, they are the central source of inspiration for me in doing this. I am just so grateful for them for not only showing me that something like this is fucking possible, but that it can be successful and actually help people and make people more comfortable within themselves. I've always been one to overshare, and so to see that it's not just within my friend groups that that could help has really, really taken a turn and inspired me to do stuff like this, especially coming from two black women who started in corporate America. That already is hard enough, and then being so open and sexual is just mind-blowing, and I cannot believe that people that fucking badass exist. 
I do want to make it clear that I am only drawing inspiration from them. I am not trying to copy their podcast in the slightest. I could absolutely never match up to their kind of content, especially because right now they're busy stepping that shit the fuck up, and I couldn't be happier for them. This podcast is going to be more so focused on sex and the youth, because adolescence and early adulthood is such a confusing time in general, and sex and sexuality are things that we don't really get spoken to about and we can't really talk about openly, or at least we feel that way. But I do believe very strongly that we are in the middle of a sexual revolution and I am so fucking down for that. Get that dick. Be a hoe. I love you. Yeah, I just, I really think that we should have more outlets like this and I am seeing more of it. Brie Esrig has one, obviously Horrible Decisions, who I'm absolutely obsessed with. And then even people like Adam22 interviewing porn stars and strippers and everything like that on his No Jumper podcast. Now it's only a dream. But if one day I could manage to have Wheezy and Mandy on, or if they would do me the honor of letting me be on their podcast, I would absolutely die. And if they manage to hear this, ladies, please, a bitch really needs it. I've been listening to you for too goddamn long to not jump at the opportunity to get to work with my, like, literal sex god heroes. I... I can't. I cannot even fathom that, but a girl can dream, right? Uh, that little embarrassing rant actually kind of brings me to my next topic. Uh, guests. Will I ever have some? Short answer, yes, hopefully. Um, if anyone ever, ever wants to work with me. Long term, I'd love to have people in the sex industry on. I'd love to talk to just everyday people, actually especially everyday people about their sex lives, as well as answer any questions and things like that. Uh, Short term though, unfortunately guys, it's most likely just going to be me and maybe friends, and if I'm really, really lucky and sucker people into it, maybe some classmates of mine. I also really would like to do viewer, no, not viewer, listener, this is a podcast, listener participation. Uh, I've already kind of done that with this episode. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. But yeah, I know a lot of YouTubers and podcasters have like numbers that you can call and leave messages on for them to review later. Kind of like KLAQ for any of you who are in El Paso. Because honestly, like this entire podcast thing kind of relies on you guys listening. And so I'd love for you to feel a part of that because, well, you are a part of that, if that makes sense. I think it does. I'm fucking smart, okay? I graduated high school in three years. I think doing this now and this podcast and my platform is still really small would be a lot of fun just because once we gain traction, it's a lot harder to get to everyone and, well, it feels a little less personal that way, doesn't it? I think the next appropriate topic at hand is it's not Fight Club itself. Um, to begin with, I guess we should cover, like, how we got to that name because why isn't it fight club you know (laughs) so i've always been the very very sex positive like friend that'll go get you condoms and talk to you about planned parenthood and like i was the kid who like raised their hand and talked about contraceptives and stuff in sex ed because for those of you not in texas we have abstinence only sex education so i thought that was bullshit and decided to teach the class myself With that said, I have also always been very open 
uh, when I was talking to my friend CJ about this podcast. Shout out, CJ. You better be listening to this because you told me you would. Um, we both kind of agreed that 75% of my personality is, is oversharing and sexuality. Now, most people find oversharing to be a bad thing, but it's honestly a point of pride of mine because being so open and kind of, you know, leaving myself vulnerable really allows for other people to open up and accept things themselves and talk to me. That show, Sex Education, that's on Netflix, swear to God it was written about me. (laughs) Okay, it's a little bit of an overstatement. I'm not like a sex wizard doctor person, but I will definitely look into things for you. And I find that my sharing has always helped people. And so I figured trying to extend a platform into something like this could create a reach that I can't even fathom right now, but that's the goal. I want to help as many people as possible by doing this. Like, that is the most important thing to me. All of that being said, I was talking to my mom about starting this podcast a couple weeks ago or something. This all happened very quickly for me. And we were talking about, like, what I wanted to do with all of this. And I went on a bit of a tangent about how in society we just don't fucking talk about these things and how it's bullshit because our youth is left in the dark about so much and we just like to not talk about it and pretend it doesn't exist. Like, oh my god, if we tell them that, like, sex can be pleasurable, then they're all just gonna fuck in the streets. Like, that's not what's gonna happen. And it it pisses me off that we don't see the value in talking about these kinds of things. And I can't remember which one of us said it. It honestly could have been either one. But in, like, the heat of the moment, it was like, it's not fucking Fight Club. Like, we're allowed to talk about these things, and we should. And we just kind of, like, laughed and was like, haha, like, what if the name of the podcast was It's Not Fight Club? And, well, as you can see, that kind of stuck. I obviously checked first if it was available on social media, because, like, Instagram and Twitter and people like to just, like, hold usernames to fuck with people, I guess. But it was open, and so I immediately started working on this because I was just so heated and pumped, and that fire hasn't really gone away. And just to attest to the fact that that fire hasn't gone away, I've recorded this episode like five fucking times, and I'm going to lose my shit if this one isn't good enough. (laughs) Now I'm going to step down from my soapbox, as my professor said last semester. And we're going to get into the things that you guys said to me. I'm obviously not going to give any names because it's no one's fucking business who said or had questions about these things. Our first question is, does size matter? Now, this is kind of an age-old question, and the answer is yes and no, and probably not for the reasons you think. So, there's nothing wrong with any one size. I just want to put that out there for all of my boys, all of my ladies who still have little, little members attached to them. Your size isn't bad. It's not wrong. It just might be important to the individual you are with. A lot of guys like to say that their penis is much, much larger than it actually is. And that, I believe, is very, very wrong because... When you tell me you have a 12-inch penis, I want to run from you. I want nothing to do with you. I don't even want you to look at me. I just want to break this down, like, scientifically for you guys. 
the average vagina, like the actual vaginal canal, which get used to the word vagina because we're going to use it a lot here. Uh, it is about five to seven inches, typically five to six. Now, that being said, because the penis is a reproductive organ that is meant to be used for reproduction with women, obviously you can use it for other things and I'm totally all for that. Live your best life, boo. But that being said, size-wise, it would make sense for the average penis to be about five to seven inches, typically five to six. And what I'm getting at with that is that size does matter because it matters to the individual. Some people can only take so much. I mean, especially with anal sex, typically with gay men, you know, your booty hole can only take so much, okay? We just need to establish that. Your sphincter is a little rubber band. You can only pull the rubber band so far apart before it snaps. And you need to take care of your butthole because you don't want to be wearing diapers when you're older. It's just, it's not a good time. Unless you're into diapers, then maybe, maybe you should stretch it a little too much. However, on the opposite end of that, there are also size queens who prefer their men or women to have a, a little bit more to offer which is also totally chill. I mean, if you are ready for that horse dick, you go get it. I believe in you. But see, the reason why I said yes and no is because even if you are too big or too small for your partner, sex toys are a thing that I totally, totally recommend to absolutely fucking everyone. Everyone should have sex toys because that heightens the experience even if you're totally chill with your partner's size. It just, it brings something new to the table and you can experience more pleasure and why wouldn't either of you not only want to experience more pleasure, but want your partner to experience more pleasure, you know? I hope I gave you an answer that like makes sense and fulfills your needs. If not, we can totally come back to this in another episode. Our second question is, why can't I orgasm? Now, there may be a lot of things. That can go into that. You might be asexual. You might just not be receiving pleasure the way that you would like to. And the best way that I can recommend you figure this out is to masturbate. You just, you need to figure out what you like before you go to someone else to figure that out. Uh, I know there are like some really rare forms of, I don't want to say diseases, but some sort of condition that makes you kind of like tense up when you are doing things to yourself and so if that's the case if that's why you can't get off I would say talk to your doctor uh yeah but if it's just that your partner isn't doing it for you I would say you need to figure out how to please yourself before you expect them to please you because like what the fuck are they gonna do down there when you don't even know what to do down there like how are you gonna help them when you haven't drawn up the map yet, you know? I think that's the best way for me to explain that to you. I mean, again, if this is just like you physically cannot, like even on your own, then you might need to see your medical professional about that. Our next one gets a little, I don't want to say dark, it's just a little heartbreaking for me. They said, I hate sex except when it's with the guy I first fucked sex is gross this like i said breaks my heart a little bit uh because for, 
from what I can see, they have a significant other. This one kind of ties into the last one, honestly. Um, if this is just the case that your partner's not pleasing you and you can't figure that out, then you you need to sort things out on your own first and obviously talk to them about it. Tell them that you aren't feeling good. Now, if this is just the partner themselves, like you just aren't as into them as the first one, maybe you shouldn't be having sex with them. And if maybe the first guy was just initially good and after that sex in general is just not not it for you, maybe sex was only it for you with them. And that's also totally okay and nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, it fucking sucks, don't get me wrong, especially in a relationship, to feel like maybe you're not providing enough because you aren't down for sex or up for sex or sideways for sex. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't get too down on yourself. And like I said, I would talk to your partner about it. Something that you'll probably hear me say a lot here and that they say a lot on horrible decisions. Yeah, I'm going to keep plugging them. You can't stop me. Uh, Communication. Just, just fucking talk about it. That's what this whole podcast is about. Just fucking talk about it. It'll be so much easier and it'll be a weight off of you once you just put it out there. And I mean, if this partner of yours is a good person, which I really hope they are, because I mean, why else would you be with them? They'll understand and they'll try and work through it with you. And I mean, I know it sucks, but worst case scenario is that you break up and that's not the end of the world as much as it can seem like it is, but it isn't. Um, You're still young and we have plenty, fucking plenty of time to figure shit out. And yeah, like I said, masturbate. Answer to everything is masturbate. Okay, just masturbate all the fucking time. Well, not all the fucking time. That's unhealthy, but you get my point. Now let's lighten the mood a little bit with this one. And I'm totally okay with making fun of this one because it's a friend of mine and I know he's just dicking around. But hold on, let me pull it up so I can read it verbatim. Alrighty, so his response to my sticker was, and yes, we're giving gender because I don't care. I will totally out you. Explain what the, and then he gives me an eggplant emoji, and then he says, grapefruit emoji, laughing face. So... If I am theorizing correctly, he is asking me to explain the grapefruit method of sucking dick. Now, depending on how old you are, your experience might be a little different from mine, but this video went viral when I was in like middle school, maybe early high school, and is this woman showing us how to perform fellatio with a grapefruit. So, I'm not going to rewatch the video to refresh my memory because The sounds that this makes are fucking unholy, and I never want them to grace my ears ever, ever again. So thank you for making me have to think about it. I almost said his name. We're not going to be that mean. So essentially, what she's telling you to do is to blindfold your mans. Okay, that is like the most important step in this. Then you cut your grapefruit into like, I guess, thirds. So you can just have the center part. And then when he is blindfolded, like, you know, sitting there or standing there or whatever the fuck, waiting for you to put your mouth on his penis, you put the grapefruit. And I believe that she said something about this kind of feeling like a vagina and then you also have your mouth. So then, like, 
it's a mouth and a pussy, I guess. And she's demonstrating all of this on a fairly long dildo just to, you know, show you what it should look like and what it should sound like. Which I'm not going to show you what that should sound like because I don't even know if I physically can make that noise. Point is, it's supposed to make the experience more heightened for them. Uh, in terms of would I recommend this? I mean, if you really like grapefruit, yeah, I guess. But like no sugar because yeah. And I'm not 100% sure that this is a really good idea because, like, what if you get grapefruit juice in his urethra? Like, that just doesn't sound good to me either. I don't think that'd feel very nice. So, yeah, grapefruit method is a, a no for me. If you try it, let me know. You know, I'll keep you anonymous and we can talk about it. Yeah? Sounds good? Okay. Okay, this one's good. This one is coming from a woman and I'm only specifying that because of the topic at hand. It says, why don't I like receiving head? It's not that it's bad. I just don't like it. I don't like them being down there, I guess. Like, it's been okay. I just, I don't want it. And so many other people want it. So I feel bad about it. Let me just start this off by saying that you are not alone. Okay, I know so many fucking girls who are just like, bro, I don't like it. Like, why is he so close to my pussy? This is weird. And I'm going to say that's a completely valid feeling. Um, if he's that into it, I mean, maybe you just need to express to him that you really don't like it. You also could just not like it because he's, like, doing it wrong. And I know you said it's been, like, okay. But if he's not doing what makes your body feel good, then it's not going to be good enough for you to want it. Or at least that's what I assume. <laughs> And I probably sound mad fucking annoying with, like, every question just being like, fucking talk about it. Like, communication is key. But, it like, it really is. You need to talk about it. That's just what it is. And maybe, like, like you said, you just don't like it. Like, you just don't like head. And that's totally cool. Like, I mean, unless he's super into it, he's probably real glad that you don't like head. Because guys are always complaining about that, aren't they? Yeah, I don't... I don't have a lot of personal experience to offer you, but I'd say that you're you're most definitely not alone because I've talked to other girls who are just like, yeah, no, it's gross and like weird. And I can completely understand how you would feel gross and or weird about it. So just just do what makes you feel good, boo. And if I can recommend a few things. I've learned this from horrible decisions. Ha ha ha. I never shut up, right? But this is also like a science medical thing. Some girls respond better to just clitoral stimulation. So if he's like sucking on your clit, that's good. Also show him where your clit is because a lot of guys don't know where that is. And so he might think he's sucking on your clit, but really he's like sucking on your labia because ain't nobody learned the anatomy of a vagina before. But yeah, he could be like sucking on your clit and it's a good time. Um, but other women need some form of penetration to reach orgasm so it may maybe he needs to try not just eating you out but also fingering you at the same time or again sex toys we love sex toys okay get all of them all of them uh i highly recommend watching an episode of slut ever where they talk about like monster dildos and i don't mean like big i mean like foreign creatures like werewolves and shit okay watch it the most important thing in like all things sex is that you're having a good time. If you are not happy 
or pleased or excited or curious or at the very least fucking interested in what's going on and that's not healthy for your sex life and so again communication how annoying am i right communication okay i think this is going to be the last one and because i think it's super duper dope to talk about it's something i'm like weirdly passionate about like me and my mom talk about it all the time it says does it count as good sex if i don't orgasm well it says come but you get the point you know yes 100 percent. i'm such a huge advocate for this you can have a good time during sex without busting a nut okay that's just what it is especially as a woman i feel like that's more common amongst women to not finish and feel some sort of weird guilt about it like oh i took too long or i'm too high maintenance no if you felt good and you were happy about pleasing your partner then you totally just had great sex okay you don't need to come every single time like can you imagine if you came every single time like that's that's a lot of times okay and i mean if it means that much to you maybe again you can figure something out with your partner uh even men i know sometimes struggle with this where they feel like if they didn't come they didn't do their job because like that's the one thing they're supposed to be doing right which is completely untrue but that that makes that bad sex and it's not if you felt pleasure even if it's not like physical stimulation kind of pleasure but if you felt pleasure just from the experience itself if you're just happy to be with your partner that counts as good sex and you shouldn't feel bad about your body not producing a physical response that is not something that's on you it's not like you made the choice like oh fuck you i'm not gonna come today dave like that's not what happened <laughs> i mean unless it is then maybe you're you're a little bit of a spiteful bitch but like there's nothing wrong with that okay i don't know i just feel really strongly about this for like absolutely no fucking reason but yeah, you you shouldn't feel bad if you didn't come. And also in reverse, I mean, unless you're being a dick about it, you shouldn't feel bad that your partner didn't come because if they had a good time, like just ask, just fucking ask, okay? That's the answer to all of your problems. Just ask them, like, did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? Did I do well? Did I please you? Even if they didn't come, that answer can still be yes. So it's just... <laughs> We put so much pressure on the orgasm and it there doesn't need to be that kind of force to it. You should just enjoy what you're doing. It's supposed to be something fun and enjoyable and intimate and to put so much pressure on one little factor that finishes it, that makes it count. You guys can't see it, but I just did like air quotes, quotation marks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, to make that what validates your experience. It's just total bullshit because there's so much work that goes into having sex. So just like one, it's like the period at the, the end of the sentence. Yes, it's good to have it there, but the sentence is still structured as a sentence even without the period. Or I mean, I don't know what kind of like orgasms y'all be having. Maybe you're a question mark. Maybe you're a colon. Like, I don't fucking know. Maybe it's not over yet for you. But yeah, don't don't be so fucking hard on yourselves about these kinds of things. So I think that's going to wrap this episode up for us, guys. I hope you had a good time. I know I really had a lot of fun recording this, even though it took me five fucking tries. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully I'll be speaking with you all again soon. Uh, follow the podcast, please. It helps a lot on Instagram and Twitter at It's Not Fight Club. Uh, it'll keep you up to date. I don't know how frequently I'll be posting or when, 
So that'll definitely let you guys know what to be expecting and how everything's going to get broken down as we dive into this adventure a little more. It helps a lot if you guys interact with the page. I'll be posting a ton on there, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, and just, like, message me if you want. If you have personal questions, if you want things discussed on the podcast, let me know how I'm doing, what you want to see in the future, all that goodness. Or just, like, let me know that I fucking suck. Maybe I'm the worst podcaster ever and you need to let me know before I fucking hurt my feelings, okay? Because I'm real good at hurting my feelings, okay? You can ask my family, you can ask my boyfriend, you can ask my friends. I'm real fucking sensitive, so maybe if we could just bite the bullet a little earlier before I invest a ton into this, that'd also be pretty fucking cool. I mean, even if I don't listen to you, engagement's engagement, so suck my dick. I think that's all I have to say. Again, I hope you had a really good birthday, Tori. Um, yeah, guys, I guess I'll see you later, fucking sluts.